The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to It's Up There Podcast, your number one place for business and podcasting. Rank number 36 in the motherfucking world. Sit back, turn up the volume on your phone, and enjoy the show with your homie and host, Big Loon. Welcome to another episode of this Up There Podcast. I am your active and attractive host, Big Loon, for another episode of the fastest growing podcast on the market right now. We are in a position to be grateful, thankful, um, and appreciate every single individual that listens, tunes in, get to us in, in whatever way that you get to us, you know. Get put up on us in whatever way that you get put up on us. We want to appreciate y'all for a second. It's always important to be um be be alive and be present in the moment while you're on the journey. And I'm on a journey. I'm building, and what I'm building can't no man tear down. Can't no man affect. Thank God I understood independence. Thank God my understanding and perspective is in a position where I can navigate around such. Uh, a, a volatile game this game here is fleeting uh it's un it's un it's unapproachable for most people it's unsustainable for even more but i'm trying to navigate in it in a way where i put all my eggs in the basket and i say let's let's play I got faith in my skills i got faith in what i got going on and um as long as i believe in it I'll I'll put things in it and, and be present involved in it. If you're listening to the audio version of the podcast and you want to catch the video version, I need you to go over to YouTube and put in FOGFO TV. And I have a playlist with all the um, episodes, videos out. You know, we shoot in 4K. Got some of the best equipment that the industry has to offer. Um, if you are looking at the video version and you need to understand where do I find the audio, then you head to wherever you get podcasts at. Put in this up there podcast and we should pop up um, and then engage with us. Engage with us. Also, I need for y'all to understand to go get some merch. We got merch out. 
I just dropped 18 new new pieces. I need to see some people engaging with that. I need to see you buying something. Letting people know, yeah, we're part of the journey. Yeah, you don't know about it yet, but it's only so long. You know, it's only so long. So um this game here, man, it's it's uh it's a beautiful thing. As I'm as I'm coming through and writing, I pull from people. So it's a science to this to this thing. I was told that imitation is the be- is the highest form of flattery, right? When you see somebody copy you, right? And copying somebody is relative, right? In regards to how egregious you do this, right? So if you take if you pull from people that inspire you, that's different than taking the exact blueprint that you see them doing and doing it while they're still in the game. Like, it's always cool now to come back and have a little John-esque type of artist or Bone Crusher-esque type of artist or one of these type of individuals that we haven't seen in a while. But to be a Roddy Rich standing next to a Roddy Rich is uncomfortable, right? To be a carbon copy of that same artist is uncomfortable. And I think... um. And I'll get into Kanye and Jay and certain people. It's almost like you can't really duplicate them. You can't. Drake, you can try, but you you can't live where they're going. It's just, it's deep. But I'll get into that later. Because Kanye is always doing something and being ahead of the game. Um... But 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 imitation is the highest form of flattery has always been pushed on us and a lot of us take that. I reject that. I think it depends on how it's done, right? Because in my opinion, imitation without acknowledgement is stealing. See what I'm saying? Because a lot of times uh the person is imitating somebody won't promote the person they imitate because then he feels the void that I'm trying to feel because I'm doing what he's doing, right? So there's 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 no value in me shedding light on somebody that I'm copying. That's number one. And I and I and I also think that whoever made that up was somebody that didn't create nothing. He was he was a dude that copied something from somebody. You see what I'm saying? Because it's it's about how it's done. Or he may have said that with people thinking people would understand that, like, you can't copy somebody, you know, move for move while they're still in the same hustle and then don't see that to be a problem and then don't acknowledge that, hey, man, my because, listen, I expect for on the creative tip to you respect the game so much that, Every time somebody compliments you for that, you say, nah, well, you know, I got that from woo-de-woo, but I just, I, I adopted it and I took it to the next level and I tried to, like, but but to, to not even say anything is where the problem arrives. That's where the issue arrives at. You understand me? So I don't, I don't agree with the whole, hey, man, you know, hey, long imitation is the highest form of flattery. Hey man, imitation without acknowledgement is stealing. Yeah, you doing me good in the money. You doing me super good over there. They think you hard. They think you coming up with all this. They don't know you regurgitating. 
They don't know it's somebody that you won't tell them about. Some street dude that don't really know how the internet thing goes, so he may not be at, know how to get it to him yet. But you pulling from him and and regurgitating everything that he's doing, I think it's just weird. It's uncomfortable. I'm not. I think that's what took me so long to really do this thing. It's because I had to make sure that I can stand on my ideas and my identity and my experience. I can be able to explain my encounters and, and what it took for me personally to get through things, stand for things, right? So when people try to be you or people try to do the same thing you do, it just, I don't know, it just be coming off. It be, I receive it wrong, especially when I ain't been paid at a high level for what I'm doing. A lot of you dudes taking topics from me. I'm talking industry guys. You taking things that I'm doing, right? And it's cool. I don't know. Maybe maybe our minds think alike. It just it's received bad because you a lot of you dudes are, 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 are getting millions of dollars for things that I'm sure that you got from me. You executing now, right? Not not that you got your money from that, but but you executing it and you are you doing it at a high level, right? And so for me, I need to be paid for these things. Where I'm from, they'll crash out about anything, right? So, and with me being a creative person, I got to make sure. You know, certain things is coincidental. And I'm like, yo, this is a really crazy coincidence. All right, but just keep hustling, right? I'm Now I'm... Don't you think now I'm keeping this in mind now, but I got to keep hustling. I can't stop what I'm doing, but you better know I'm punching that ticket. You know how you go to one of the restaurants, they give you a ticket. Once they get to this minute, I'm for sure on my end and I got to go with what, what my move is, right? Because it's coincidence, 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 coincidence. It's like, yo, something may be up with that. So I got to kind of look into what's going on. You know, so don't hit me with the imitation is the highest form of flattering thing. Pay me to imitate me. You know what I mean? Pay me to imitate me. I ain't imitating nobody. Not one person will I imitate. I don't listen. This thing comes so natural. I got to just do me. We ain't doing no imitation of nobody. That ain't what the vibes is. We not even interested in doing that. You know what I'm saying? If we do that. We done lost already Cause our whole game My whole brand is We got to figure this out Our whole brand is information And and, and balling and being a boss You know what I'm saying So we can't imitate people That ain't gonna get us nowhere Hey let me um, let's, 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 Let's talk about Kanye Let's talk about Kanye West Kanye West Just sold out The stadium in Atlanta I think it's Mercedes-Benz Stadium. 50,000 tickets promoted it for a week. whole bunch of people came out, 50,000 people. He had them wait an hour and a half, hour before he got out there. They waited. They got out there. They enjoyed themselves. He played his music live walking around the stadium. We have to understand the gravity of moves like this in the game. We have to understand the gravity of move like this in the game. This ain't something that you're going to 
just look at it and say that this is a rap. This is a this is rap that they taking to this level here. This is rap that they reaching way up to stadiums, home. The same game that you in that you can you can get up off your couch and go get you some equipment and try to figure out a way to get in. They taking rap to spots, man, where nobody done been at. And to do that within such short time, who else can do that? I don't think nobody else can do that. When we talk about the Drake and Kanye thing, that's a different thing, and I'll talk about that. But we talk about, can Jay do that? I don't know. 50,000 tickets have them wait for an hour. New music. Jay maybe can do that. But Kanye is a different type of beast. When we talk about the game, this ain't no you dealing with the you dealing with the top of the top when you dealing with some of these names in this game. Some of these people represent the pinnacle, not only in our lifetime, but in ever in our industry, in hip hop, in entertainment, in rap. Some of these folk represent the pinnacle of where this thing can go so far. And to be present in the moment, I was telling my old lady, man, I should have went down there. I should have went to that. But I'm still uncomfortable with the COVID thing. I ain't got to the point where I want to jump out and be just amongst 50,000 people or at a rolling loud or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Those kind of things are... Or, or, or thousands of people will have me uncomfortable. You know. Um, but, and then you got to understand that what rappers do for promo. It's a thing now where your whole promo package now is try to go viral some kind of way. So rappers do things to try to go viral. They spend money to get people to do dances and make skits up and this and that they and all this promo this dude just sold out and had the internet on fire and didn't drop the album that level of promo that i talk about when you hear me talk about somebody like a joe rogan that hey since i'm number one on every platform i'm gonna be in everybody's suggested box that's a certain level of plays period that's going to keep me at the number one spot. Now I got the number one podcast, but also on the episode category, I got number one episode, number eight, number 16, number 18, 22, 26, 28, 29. You see, it keeps my numbers building. Everybody tries to build on the promo. That's the point I'm making. He just did all of that and didn't even drop the album. So when we talk about like Jay, see, these are the different phases of rappers there's different phases there's the rapper straight out the street this this hustling good that's gonna go get the teeth and the and the setup and the lambo and pull up in the lamb chop and the bentley truck is that rapper and then you even got levels under that right you also got the hood rapper that's streaming pretty good they got a little necklace and maybe got a few thousand. 
doing pretty well. But when we start talking about what well, this is a real career for you, there's phases of rappers. There's a phase after that 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 rapper like a. Let me see who, what name can I put on that. Let me see who can I put right there. It's really a lot of. Them. It's really a whole genre like the dudes, like the the Dirks, the the Pooh Shiesties, that type of brand of rapper, right? Well. You you do it's two of them kind. What that kind is the kind that where you 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 rich, but you still, you know, you shiny, you flashy, this, that, and the third. There's a level over that where you're dealing with the J. Coles and the Kendricks and the Big Shans and the Wiz Khalifs. There's a genre there, right? Where you rich, but you don't really engage with all of that. But they know they know what type of year we doing. We doing well. But then there's even one over that. And that's where you're boarding them land at. That's where you, you, you did it. And some people going to get on me for saying did it with the rapper. But that means you don't understand the business. Exclude yourself from the conversation. That's where you Jay and you did it. I'm telling you where they taking the ball at. Y'all want to talk about me about who rapping and writing what. I'm telling you what these folk taking our culture to, the buildings they going into. You understand me? The landmines they tiptoeing around with the culture in their hand. These folk got the backpack of the culture on and they walking in NBC and ABC, past them in certain cases, you know, doing things representing us as far as the culture is concerned, as far as the information is concerned. You understand? It's a reason why Jay let his hair grow out like that. It's a reason why Diddy go in and still talk and embrace the culture in a way that he does. I got questions for Dre. I got questions for some of our other billionaire brothers. Is Have you separated yourself from the culture to endorse the money? To endorse the money. Have you separated yourself from the culture? Right? Because you still carry our flag even when you do that. So even though you spunt around and spunt off and thought you went that way, you still represent us way over there while you playing. And when they get done with you and you come running back, some of us, especially the ones with a bunch of money, they going to receive you with love. They don't have no more. They worries are in a different place. Us, they're still skeptical. They're trying to get up on some paper. It depends on the day you come, whether or not we we accept you with open arms or not, because we still in the fight. And it's understand that. I mean, it's a must you understand that. Right. But we talking about how far these folk taking the ball. The folk is that other tier rapper and Drake. Drake is headed there. Now, this is where it gets crazy because people say, well, I don't think Dre was a big conversation on social media about Drake and Kanye. You think Drake could have sold out them 50,000 and had them people waiting this and that. He probably could have done it. But when we're dealing with Drake and Kanye, right, we're dealing with two different type of brands. We're dealing with two different type of things. And not because one is stronger than the other. It's just about the place that these two brands are in. Kanye West is almost 
almost a full. He's been able to branch out. He's been able to conquer other other industries. And he's done it in a way where he's understood business infrastructure. That's why I told people about the information. You didn't see Kanye West say, I'm happy with getting a shoe. He understand I need the information. It's the same fight you hear me always have. Yo, yeah, I like your cosign. That's a funny game. Yeah, the cosign game, that's that's cute. We going to get it done quick. That's cute. But at what expense? I won't understand anything when we go too fast. Right? There's a sweet science. Unless you're willing to let me study the game tape, but the game's still going on while the game's going on, though. Right? So I get to, in my spare time, catch up on what what is the rules of this? What's going on? So how do you really work the record? How do you service the song? How does the DJ in Atlanta end up playing... A song out of Detroit. And how when I put it in my, no matter where I pull this song up at, it recognizes what song this is. And how do I make sure that it comes up in this particular chart category? Because I'm getting drowned out because my music is in a category that doesn't necessarily fit. Exactly, you know it's information involved in it But what they'll do is they'll take you Take you out of there, put you here, this and All that's happening on the back end You don't even know how did they do that Therefore you can't do it for your brother You can't do it for the little rapper that you find out Which which now creates a turmoil in between this the, the camp Because you don't have the information they think you have You seem to have come from nothing And that you did but you didn't understand how you got where you went. Therefore, you won't understand how to get where you're trying to go. That's what make Jay and Kanye and Diddy and them. They've always understood how to get where they wanted to go. Not necessarily even being there yet. But Bad Boy was a real company. Rockefeller was a real company. Them one street dudes running around saying, we rappers, we business, man. We, these is real companies, meaning investing money, taking losses. Ends and nights You know what I mean Focused on the ROI Trying to figure out How we gonna get it back When we put it out Videos cost a arm and a leg Back then Right We juggling artists Right So it's a thing man It's, 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 it's hustle involved In this thing But The tier of rappers Is always interesting When you When you get there So when we look at Drake Drake hasn't Went outside of rap and he's catching up with people. He got half of what some of the greats got. And they went outside of rap and been outside of rap for 10 or 15 years. His influence, now he's went to shoes and little things like that. I'm talking about really went out and said, boom, here's a real situation. Some people going to say, well, what about the Adidas? You know, what about the little merch? We y'all talking rap stuff. Jay-Z and them were doing business. They were doing liquor. They were doing 50, were doing headphones. 50 were doing liquor, shoes, clothes. Did it, clothes, Jay, clothes, all them. You know, but they burnt that game out because everybody after them did the same thing. That's why Kanye West was the last one, and he took it past where they took it. He the last one that really got the profit 
off the clothing game in a way was well where it was sustainable. Everybody merch sale. I ain't talking about the rapper merch. That's a different I'm talking about Sean John, Rockefeller Clothing, you know, Yeezy. I'm talking about that type of thing. And he had to fight for that because it was a dying thing as he as he was coming. But he fought for that lat and took it past them because he understood the game they put down, took a little more, put a little more on top of that, and then took it a little further. But Drake hadn't had a chance to do none of that. He got half of what they got. You got to understand, man. These folk been hustling for 20, 25, 25 good years. Drake been going 10 only in music and catching folks. With endorsement deals and this and that. So when you can't compare Drake to Kanye in that space yet, in my opinion. Because people respect Kanye from a different perspective. They see him tan the fashion and work his way in and tell Nike, no, you can't do that. Use his music influence to tip tip over here and try to pass Jordan or at least put him in the conversation. Did some other things to make sure the marketing stayed in a great place. Make sure that the the, the brand and the uh, the interest in the brand was always high. That it was limited edition and only this amount. It was things he was doing that Jaynem didn't do. See, Jaynem went mass production. Get all the money. Kanye went exclusive. That lasts longer. He took the Rolls Royce. He took the Lamborghini. He took the, the Maybach approach. And Jay and them do that now because they understand taste. Back then, it's about hustle. I keep telling people it ain't about who looking at you. It's about what they taste is. Because if somebody come under my thing and tell me that I ain't, hey, man, you trash. And then I look into them a little bit. Oh, yeah, you supposed to think I'm trash. You don't know what Bottega is. You supposed to think I ain't nothing. So I'm doing the right thing. You ain't supposed to think I'm nothing. Your class and my class, I'm supposed to be on this flow. You supposed to be on that flow. We ain't supposed to be coexisting with each other. That what you kicking and what I'm kicking, it ain't even the same flavor. You a little bit more lamer than most people. You understand me? You're a little bit more lame than that. I can't, you see? So sometimes it's about the taste of the person that's critical of you. Yeah, you supposed to think it about somebody that went and got his own. You know, when they look at what you're doing and they think it, yeah, 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 yeah. Your people, yeah, they, yeah, they funded you. You a GoFundMe rapper. You know what I'm saying? You a GoFundMe podcaster. So yeah, you supposed to think about that. You know, Diddy or whoever, they came right in and you got blessed in. I come out the street with this. It's a different texture of it. And it must be understood and respected, in my opinion. But but let's get let's get back to the Drake and Kanye thing. When you look at Drake and you look at the top selling artists of all time, we talk about sold artists, sold records. So you know how many streams it take to be a sale. You, that's all. Let's consider now. We, of course, we got Eminem at number one. He's Caucasian. Shout out to him, though. You know he hustled good in the game. He done hustled very well. Straight music too. He did a few other mu- movies and things. I'm talking. He he made a killing off the music. But right after him, you got Drake. 
And then you got your people. Everybody else did the Kanye's and the. Let me see if I can even pull it up. Yeah. So when when I'm saying is you got to respect what Drake Drake doing that from a whole different level. So you got Eminem at two hundred twenty seven million units sold. Drake one hundred and fifty two million units sold. Now Eminem got. 227 Drake got 152 That's 75 That's a whole bunch Millions of more So Eminem serve A whole bunch of more people Cause he white Now Drake 152 Kanye West 140 Jay Z 125 Lil Wayne 110 These are millions of units Nicki Minaj 106 million Flow Rider 102 million Somebody that a lot of people In hip hop rap the, the 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 shoot them up bang bang they don't mention flow rider i keep telling you man you can hustle without the e-folk even knowing you hustling man some of these folks is so stuck in this one thing they don't even know other people hustling right around them they don't know it's hustling going on tupac shakur at 75 million snoop dogg at 40 million dmx at 34 million now drake just think of that. Look at how huge people think DMX is. 34 million units. We got Drake at 152 million units. Drake got over 100 and some more million units than DMX. So we can't discount what Drake is to the culture. We can't discount what Drake is to the the overall thing. I keep telling you, for me, it's about the culture. Who taking the who is taking the backpack? further down the road so we can open up avenues to where oh you ain't got time he went over he went over here and painted a little bit but he had to keep going because he only got a bigger mission but that lead for another rapper that's creeping up there now you take the painting on down through there oh he went over in video games a little bit he played with it next dude come through podcast you take it your brand, you go all the way, you see what I'm saying? So it's important to always interpret what's going on and know your place in the ecosystem because you may be right there where you need to take the game that was left right there and go as far down the street as you can wearing the hip-hop bag. You know, they got to deal with Jay-Z looking like that, talking three and 400 million at a time. They got to deal with Kanye West coming in like that, talking... Two and three hundred million at a time. You got so now when you see me and I pop up, hopefully you understand I can possibly be one of them people. Y'all don't know what to do with the money, no way. Hand me the money and get out the way and let me triple this up right quick. Kanye and Jay Z seem to be back straight now. They have a song on this new album. They say that uh they say that uh on Twitter, and of course, all this is alleged. You know, I just do a podcast, so I have to talk about certain things in in its current context on the internet. I don't validate these things. I only indicate what's being said already on the internet. I need that to be clear so my business never interrupts what I have to say in regards to the content, right? It's always important that I land somewhere in the middle. I can't always appease the fans, but I also can't always appease the people that don't need me to examine things at a very high level, you know. So I got to always kind of stay in the middle. I got to stay to well. The fans appreciate me more than anything, but my business is intact as well. You right? So um, 
the internet says that after Kanye divorced Kim, that him and Jay Z got back cool. Like Jay, like Jay basically wouldn't mess with him because of Kim. I don't know. Was Jay even at the at the stadium? I'm not sure. He may maybe it was. It, it happened so quick. Somebody as busy as Jay, I'm not sure. You know, maybe he could. I don't know. You're a boss. You can move some things around if you would like to, but I don't know. But they say that um the internet, Twitter specifically, is is basically it's a it's a couple conspiracy theories they have out. They have out that Kanye was saying that Kim then was trying to uh make him out to be some sort of uh crazy individual and try to take rights over his money and things like that because you know it was a minute where they had him on medicine and they were saying this and that so we don't you know we don't really know but the internet says a lot of things that that can't be uh validated you know what i'm saying and we don't have no evidence of those things so we don't know we'll just leave those things to where they are the idea that somebody won't mess with you while you messing with a certain individual is kind of what I think is very interesting about this because we see it happen all the time, whether you are engaged or involved with somebody that people around you feel as though you shouldn't be involved with or engaged with, right, for whatever reason. it's And, and that's why sometimes, because if you remember when Kanye got married to Kim, Jaden didn't go. So people are saying that it's a thing that there's some sort of situation with with Kim and 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 and, and Jay them. You know what I'm saying? But if we just talk about the music for Kanye that we heard, it was I lo- I like the music. I think people are saying he's taking drums out of his beats. You know how hard it is in this industry in this game. Dealing with these people. That's what I'm telling you. These folks is redefining what's going on. They redefine. The boy, if you taking drums out of your songs, man. But then a lot of people sleep on Drake, boy. Far as that, we talking about that. Them songs, these folks is creating dope music, man. You know what I'm saying? These folks is really putting dope music down, and I just feel like it's important that we we embrace these people as we are live, and this is a great time to be involved with things. A great time, man, but the music sound great. Jay sound good. He said the return of the throne may be back with these two guys. You know, we know how they get down. They, they, they had one of the best albums ever came out, you know, um, watch, watch the throne. So if they do it again, that'll be dope. I know Jay probably like, look at dude creating that fire over there. Because Kanye is a monster, man, when we talk about creating that, that music. But, yeah, man, so Kanye, man, shout out Kanye. The album, I, I think now is going to drop August 6th. The idea that he wasted all that promo tell you your icon in this, man. These folk, man, they, they, that's the formula. Get the promo, drop it. That's the formula. He went against the grain. I'm already powerful. I'm trying to, I got to break the mold a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to appreciate those things. He's back in that creative place. And Kim, for whatever reason, may could have not necessarily stopped because you can't stop a dude that's creative. You really can't stop him. You can slow him down, though. But he can juggle you. You can be the biggest 
issue, the biggest problem to anybody. You can be his biggest issue. He can juggle that and still create. And a lot of times create at a at a decent high level. You know, other people may think it's extremely high, but for him it's it's mid-tier. But if he able to get all the distractions, get all of the worrying, get all of the doubts, get all of the the feuding, get all of the the the, the turmoil and things away from him, he can create at a very high level. Kim was there at the stadium. It's just now like we friends. You know what I'm saying? We got kids, we friends, we family. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't no we I'm not embracing that like that. You know what I'm saying? I gotta I'm I, I'm getting back to what I know to be who Kanye is. So rapper Fredo Bang uh was arrested in Miami, had a worn out force arrest for a parole probation violation. Um after following um the arrest of Lit Yoshi, which is uh, one of his comrades. Um, I see this happen a lot of time, and I'll remove it off Fredo and them situation just because I like to speak about things in a general standpoint because that's where I can let the information be drawn out, you know, and let people be able to get something from what it is that um, is being spoken about. I see it happen a lot in regards to... Um, Street people and, and 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 how the streets align themselves with each other, and just how kind of the cookie crumbles, especially if it's a serious thing or things are are happening. What I'm speaking about is a lot of times when you in the street, you got a rival. There's something that's happened, or somebody that don't like you, or somebody that'll wish. You know, you may have dropped a number a hundred dollars less than theirs, and they phone ain't ringing a lot. It breeze envy. Certain things that you doing to get your hustle up has placed them in a situation to be losing money or not as fruitful as they maybe once was. You may have done slowed their little operation down a little bit. Something is gonna happen. It just happens in the street. His people do something to your people. Your people do something to his people. Somebody sold somebody something that wasn't no good. Something takes place in which there's always a lot of times a rival in the street or in, even in business. Some people say create a rival in business, in the entertainment and things like that. My thing is this. There's levels to rivals as well. When we real when that when we really arrive, well, that's one thing. When you become an op, that's a totally different genre I'm putting you in. A op mean that you supposed to been dead, right? If I call you my op, that it really mean you supposed to die. You you shouldn't be living right now. You count your days, how they say it. If I call you my op, because my op wanna see me dead. Right, that's what my op is. Now, if you my rival or somebody that we may got a little yeah, I don't know little the energy off. But once I call you my op, I think it's a totally different thing. Fredo Bang and NBA Young Boy is real ops, so things have took place and, and and transpired that that the public may not know, may or may not know. Sometimes the public know more than they should know because the young boys nowadays they rapping about what that. We slanging iron doing this, that, the third. This is how this is, this is how they coming up. But 
this is how you know whether or not it's serious in the street when you're dealing with somebody or when it's serious, even when you're dealing with another rapper. Because once the feds get involved, they doing a thorough investigation. When that thorough investigation say that ain't no pressure been applied by the opposition, them boys is playing on the internet. But when they look into it, nine times out of ten, if it's really going down, they going to see, oh, it was a shooting over here. There was a shooting happening over here. It was a breaking and entering. They tried to tie somebody up. There was things that the feds done caught wind of because they watching everything real close. Things that the gangs might be missing. Y'all might be, y'all walk right past. They were finna hop out, but they didn't because of sudden, whatever reason. They The feds actually caught them doing in the act, right? Because they, they surveillance, they on top of things. This if they following you and it's high profile like I assume that to be. So when they investigate one side, they tend to find out something on the other side. A lot of times when they, if a lot of times if you really got it sh- shaking in the street, if you really, that's really an issue is real beef and they arrest your opposition. They probably finna arrest you if it was the feds and you, and there was a real situation, like a war going on. They going to probably finna arrest you because if they was watching him, they knowing you want to apply some kind of pressure. The same way with you, if they watching you, they knowing that it's this happening, that happening, it's, it's, it's pressure being applied. They know that's coming from somewhere they trying to track it down. To see them arrest Fredo, it kind of would like it would come in. Now, they saying that one of the dudes is, is cooperating or somebody is supposed to be testifying on Lit Yoshi. So he posted, had got word of it. In some kind of way, some shots rang out at the guy that's supposed to be Oh, testifying. See how all that work? A lot of times dudes get scared in the street, though. The street thing is sound fun, don't it? It sound cool. You want to sag and wear your, you want to wear your hoodie and you want to act like you thugging and yeah with the yeah, huh? You, you don't want no, you don't want to go through that, man. You don't want to be involved with somebody looking for you and they shooting at your mama and them. And they trying to gun you down every time you come. You don't want. You don't want to be involved in that. They saying, "Oh, we think he telling. We think he telling. So we trying to kill all his people. They shooting up your people. Shit. Like you don't want to be involved with those things, huh? This is not what folks need to be involved in. But it looked funny. It looked fun. They think that the girls like it. That's why the young boys nowadays they confused. They confuse and they the, on the outside they look like they ready for war, but on the inside you dealing with somebody that ain't ready for nothing. You see what I'm saying? A lot of times they ain't got even the willpower to understand how to navigate through the simplest thing. It can be something that's very simple. So what I'm saying is, I always tell my children, the strong outlast the weak. But the smart outlasts the strong because the smart going to allow the strong and the weak to duke it out and then outsmart whoever the strongest one was. You see what I'm saying? So y'all can say whoever the strongest and y'all have that. I need your mind to be in a position to understand how to navigate around things. Outside of that, we can figure everything else out. 
you can work out and get your body together. You can work out, you know, and get all that together. You can do a whole bunch of stuff. But if your brain ain't wired in a way where you can understand how to make $5 in the 10, all you know how to do is make 10 in the 5, in the 2, in the 1. You don't know how to make 2 in the 4, in the 6, in the 9, in the 18. You don't know nothing about the other side of it. Ain't nobody taught you put you down. Ain't nobody put you down. That why, that why they run to me, because I put them down. I show them some game. Pay attention. Because why I'm going to take you, ain't nobody never took you. Why I'm going to take you, ain't nobody never took you. And you need to be thankful. In the street or just being somebody to thank you tough or thank you this and that, it's always cool when you're on offense. Everything is cool because... Offense is fun, it's easy to play. But but yeah, it's always cool on offense. You know, your jumper look good, you know, your form is together. Ah, you know how to do a hell of a crossover, huh? Yeah, you looking you looking good. But that defense is what make them. Everybody can hit somebody. Can you take a punch? Because the unique thing about in, in, in altercations and interactions with people is that they're unpredictable. You understand me? Had you been hit, can you handle that? Had you been met with resistance, do you understand what that's like? Have you navigated around things you didn't understand without any assistance, without any influence? Have you been in a rut and had to get out yourself? Don't tell nobody about your situations. Don't tell nobody about your problems, your encounters, your your wins, your losses. You just keep it in, keep it to yourself. That's warrior mentality. A lot of these little dudes, they don't got warrior mentality. They got the mentality of their mamas. And nothing's wrong with, with the mother's mentality. It's just something wrong with a man having it. Right? I always tell people the rules that work for the man don't work for the woman. And the rules that work for the woman don't work for the man. The certain things that's acceptable for men ain't acceptable for... Really, men don't have no leeway. What children and, and, and women can get away with Men can't get away with. Here's the catch, though. When you a child, it don't matter whether you man or woman or non-binary or whatever they saying nowadays. It don't matter, matter whether or not you man or woman. Here's the catch, though. For a man, you, you go from a child to a man just like that. There's no warning. So you still operate with the childish ways, with the childlike mindset, the childlike behavior, not understand you being accepted and received like a man now. And now you look up and you don't have no tools to do nothing outside of what? You know what we all do. Mama them put us in, my mama put me in basketball. Mama put me in boxing. Mama put me in football. I ain't never have a book. Didn't nobody talk to me about understanding. But I somewhere along the lines, I gained it. 
They didn't think they was doing nothing wrong. They didn't understand what I needed because they were women. They didn't understand. Yo, you need to understand. And as a man to go out there, I might can go out there a little bit more. They going to hold those for me depending on who it is. They going to let me skip certain things going to happen for me. But for you, ain't nobody going to look your way except whoever the woman is that love you or the women that want to love you or want something from you or want to be those people going. It's a lot of faking going on in that though. It's a lot of faking going on. It's a lot of transactional things going on in that. Right. So those things are left for, for, for you to interpret however you interpret. What I'm more so speaking about is the leeway that the black man has or the man period is, is um is less than other people's. You understand? It's less than other people's, and and uh we we maneuver around that. But the little boys, they be scared, man. They be they don't know, you know. They don't know. They be scared. They tough too, man. You'll see some of them. You'll think to yourself, man, he'll hurt everybody. And then you take him in a room. And you tell them, hey, this dude right here, yeah, yeah, he won't yeah, go on and kill each other. They ain't going to do nothing. Or they go to prison. So many people come back home from prison like, yo, man, Woo was in prison. They were doing him so bad. I'm like, no, no, not him. Not with the decorations on his face and all that. I know he ain't getting done. You know, it just be certain little gimmicks they like to play. People want to play games. They want to they wanna bluff you off the hill. And when you don't get scared, you perform way better. When you ain't nervous, because I don't get nervous. I don't get nervous. I don't get nervous. Only thing that make me nervous is, is I'm talking about in fights and all that. It's funny to me. It, it, you know, altercations. It be funny, but I ain't playing. I be laughing, but I ain't playing, though. You see what I'm saying? That be the thing that they don't know. I'm laughing, but I ain't playing. It's a different type. It's a different thing. It's a new thing they doing now. Laughing, but they ain't playing. Let me talk about Tory Lanez uh, and Cassidy. Because Tory Lanez, for those of you that don't know, it just left off funk. Master Flex. Everybody go on Flex. Do they one, two. You know, do they freestyle when they got something coming or when they want to get something off their chest? It's, a lot of times it's dope. Other times it's not staple in the culture. Uh, a lot of long time it was on Hot 97. He was losing major bags. These dudes was late on the digital space. So now he's recreated the brand as he should. Funkmaster Flex is who I'm speaking about and took that over to his own platform and um, still operating in the same space as he was before. Probably something he created um, and um, doing it there. I mean, that's a whole nother talk I can get into. The bags that's been fumbled in hip-hop and rap and entertainment. The bags that's been fumbled in hip-hop and entertainment. These, we talking millions of dollars. Easily millions of dollars all over. They just been, you know, and so it's it's always it's always interesting, and and, and I'm gonna have to get into that because I'm doing starting to I'm doing a spinoff thing that I'll get into a little later and tell y'all exactly what I'm doing. We're going deep with it though on Patreon. We're doing a documentary, a OnlyFans documentary about the game, about OnlyFans, about the dog side of of escorting and. Uh, sex trafficking and, and things like that So we, we working on that as we speak 
And so that's going to be real dope. We creative, man. We going to create. So that's what we going to do. But, oh, but Tory Lanez uh, went over on Funk Flex and did his freestyle thing. And I like Tory. Tory's talented. You know, when I say I like Tory, I mean his music. I know some people, um, and I've been critical of Tory. I've been critical of the information. I've been critical of the way that Meg has handled it. I've asked her to get off the internet. There's certain things I've done in regards to this, right? So, you know, as I navigate through it and as I learn nothing from it, more and more, I just, I'm more and more confused. But I'll get away from that and speak more so to the music because that's, well, I think I'm going to live at with these two particular individuals in the near future because the, it's so blurry as to what the circumstances are surrounding that situation, right? Now, Tour is talented, very talented. I mean, music, very high-level musician, makes great music, um, does his singing thing. I mean, it's, 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 it's high-level, high-level. Um. Now with that being said I see people now Aligning themselves back with him You see Kodak do a song The baby and them dropped the song I think it was a default thing Um, Just certain things happening for him You know people Back messing with him So he goes over there He takes certain shots Saying that baby and them Would have got their Grammy If they wouldn't have never framed him Just saying that Aligning themselves with him Kind of got him blackballed Is what he was trying to say now I'm gonna talk about the texture of the freestyle. To me, it was a. It just seemed like he was trying too hard. Like it was. Like he wrote all them bars down and made them smash on the beat. It was something about it, and I know he know how to ride a beat. That's what he do with the singing and all that. He do the ride the beat thing. So I know he know what he doing. This ain't a shot at whether or not he know what he doing. The problem is, I think that. He just was trying too hard. And a lot of his bars were Cassidy old bars or setups. They was like Cassidy type of setups. You know, they were Cassidy type of setups like he just if you are a fan of hip hop or fan of Cassidy, you know what I'm talking about, how he used to set them punchlines up. Even some of his one liners you will hear Tory say, and that ain't the first time I've saw Tory kind of go in his Cassidy bag. I keep telling you, a lot of creators, they got a bag, and there's certain stuff they can go in there and grab. Some of it is good. Some of it is not. Some of it they need to keep in there. Certain things in your, when people say, I'm in my bag, they don't even understand. You could be in your bag and then grab the wrong thing. A lot of times Tory Lanez go in there, and he grabs some of that Cassidy Sauce, and then he come back out with it. Last time it was it was it was better than this time. This time it kind of was, I don't know, man. This time it just was. It kind of just was. I just I don't know. It was giving me a certain type of feel, and then Cassidy came out because, of course, the fans. I keep telling you, the fans. Once you get to a certain level, your fans do a, a lot of the work for you. So the fans dig up all of his old bars and show how he's stealing his bars and put it out. And Tory like, yo, man, I was a big fan of yours. I am. A, you are my favorite rapper. Like, I guess that's how these old dudes 
interpret things. See, in those shots, they always try to call you old, to call you alienated, to make you think you're missing out on something or you don't get what's going on. Nah, pay me. Anything other than that, pay me. And then he wasn't filing Cassidy, which was interesting, Cassidy said. Now, with Cassidy, he done fell off to me in regards to them type of bars. He don't, he don't kick it like that no more. You know what I mean? He do his little thing, but like how that was, I don't get that from him no more. You know, and so it's just, it, to me, it's bad to see people that copy. Uh, it just, I don't know, man. I was just talking about that. Like that imitation, all this imitation. You know, I'm imitating you now. You need to say that then. Let the people know I'm going in my Cassidy bag and then going, then we, it's cool. You gone, but when they, I keep telling you, imitation without acknowledgement is stealing. It's stealing. And then speaking of that, dealing with Kevin Samuels, there's a petition going around where thousands of people have signed to get Kevin Samuels removed off YouTube. We've seen this happen before with, I think, the, what's his name? Uh, Pootie Pie or something I can't think of the guy named Really really huge YouTuber They peti- petition Next thing you know he was gone off YouTube uh, He probably lost out on A couple million dollars a year Just off, off that revenue alone from YouTube Not even speaking about uh, The brand itself And the awareness that he lost In regards to losing the channel With that mi- that much engagement And subscription um, was a, Was a very very detrimental to his business Now they're trying to do the same thing with Kevin Samuels One thing I've noticed A lot of women that I've I'm That's that's coming in communication with me And getting on my platform And trying to They hate Kevin Samuels Y'all gotta tag me in some videos Of what Kevin Samuels done done Cause they hate Kevin Samuels I mean it is a real Hatred about him One thing they say And you know, I don't know how to feel about that. But one thing they, they ask me is, hey, if his last two wives wives were bad, like pretty or high value is the term that they use, his term, why has no one ever seen them? Because we feel like that we get to see inside of Kevin Samuel's life to a certain extent, you know, we get to see he shows people when he's shopping, when he's riding around and certain things like, like show us that you really, that you, that you, that show us what you reaching in the pond and grabbing. You know what I mean? And so, um, I, I, I kind of understood that, um, with the petition thing, I just don't know if that, if that's going to be, if that's a good thing. Cause again, I've, I've I always, Look at people that that people are trying to censor and understand that I talk for a living. So I'm going to say some things that may offend at some point without knowing. And then I can be in those same shoes. So I'm very skeptical about engaging with those kind of things. Um, also, looking at Kevin Simons, I said, oh, okay, I see what's going on. He put down that um, Sherrod Ali game. That Sherrod Ali game, that, that some of them talking points that she had is the game he putting down. And a lot of them is undisputed. 
a lot of those facts, a lot of those things that that lady was putting down, that you hear Kevin Samuels kind of trying to add to now in 2021, a lot of those things are undisputed. One thing I do say, though, man, and, and one of my biggest fears and that I express to my loved ones is that I pray and that's what that's why the the imitation thing or just the the transferring of information when you getting the same information just from another brand and you love it so much it's a very interesting thing and and that's one of my biggest fears is that lord don't let them steal from me and then they receive this in a way where they make all the money and I make no money like that's a real fear of a creative because you don't you see it happening, right? You see it happen even with a Kevin Samuels and a Sherrod, uh, uh Mrs. Ali. She been saying a lot of those things all those years. She never got the notoriety that he has. When you see somebody say, "Hey yo, they stole my beat," that dude ain't got no. Hey yo, that's my song. Hey yo, it's unfortunate. Like that's one of my biggest fears. These folk can steal my game and then put it down and then they run off and get all the money. I'm crashing. I'm crashing about that. That's 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 real life nightmare. You know what I'm saying? Like I've saw dudes come around me for one week, change their whole style up, and then take it over in another area and act like they putting some. Real game down. They had to pull their coattail. Hey, send me five K. Yeah, that's how I pull your coattail. I don't, I don't come asking for nothing because you're in the wrong. So I just gonna put the tab on you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you done stole my whole style. You taking what I'm saying and you making you putting money on me and I ain't charging. I just come pull your coattail. Hey, yo, send me five K, huh? Cash out. PayPal, friends and family, send me 5K. About that, what you done. So I'm saying? And usually, I don't get any issue because they got to keep coming to get the game. I don't give you enough to be able to run off. and I ain't that dumb. Know what I'm saying? And let's talk about rappers being under attack by law enforcement. Rappers have to make a decision when they encounter a situation that involves so much upside. I think in our community, oftentimes we put being tough over the financial stability of our loved ones. And I think that's a very vital mistake, being the head of the family, seeing that it's mostly men that engage in these behaviors. They're supposed to be the head of the family. Me too, fall victim to my ego and fall victim to me being involved with things that can only crash what I'm doing in regards to whether... You know, because I'm a man first and we all men first. But at the end of the day, certain things are avoidable. And we dealing with an industry and we dealing with a law enforcement agency that believes these rappers that has intel that says these rappers are telling the truth when they saying some of these outlandish things on this mic and they handling it with such. Now, our rappers under attack. I say rappers are the modern day leaders and they don't know it. And the key point is they don't know it. 
Right They got a lot more influence Than they understand They got a lot more power Than they understand I heard somebody say That your local That a lot of these rappers Can get more people In the stadium Look at Look at what Kanye just done Name me a politician That can do that Without giving the seats away Charged to do that Name me somebody With influence On the Um Politics side They can do that Without giving those tickets Away free And offering some giveaways And it's tricks To get it done now But I'm talking about Sell Spots To see me come out With no Just I'm just Letting the music play That influence Comes with a heightened sense Of Activity From law enforcement Because They're afraid Of the power That can be associated with some of the individuals that's in the game, right? We can be doing certain things. We can be building a small military. We can be getting this thing together. We got some people that'll go. You know that y'all looking in us. You know my homeboy behind me with the glasses, them B three bodies. I got him looking like that as a facade. They looking into into these things. And everybody, a lot of people love the rappers, the girls, the. You go somewhere and they run and they come and holler and they want autographs and pictures and this and that. It's always people that's on the opposite side of that that feel a way about somebody loving you or somebody accepting what it is that you do and saying that, man, that helped me through this or I love what you do or, you know, certain thing. And these these police officers and law enforcement agencies don't want to lose their what they think is their grip around these cities because in some of these cities people are powerful a lot more powerful than your local right like they can make some phone calls and get some things done when the police can't find where that necklace went at you can go get every police down there they can't get that necklace back but i know who can get that necklace back Oh, they killed your cuz. You you can call whoever you want. They ain't gonna find out who done that. But we can get that took care of if you know such and such, and you know, you know. So sometimes in the streets, there's a lot going on, and these dudes are so believable that you better be careful with who you're dealing with. You better you better understand you're dealing with some people that may that may be serious about what they saying. And the police taking it that way Because when they looking into them Things happening Oh shoot out Oh he got killed That's it sir. They just dropped wife and Lucha murder cases I gotta look into that I'm not sure if it's because The feds picked him up And the state usually Just dismiss stuff When the feds pick it up Or did they beat the charges Dismissal on some sort of Technicality That's still up for debate And I'm gonna have to go in Go in and look at that You understand me But um but yeah, so it's a lot going on in and out of the game. We're going to take a small break and then, you know, we're going to come back with some more game and then we'll get out of here. After this break, we'll be back breaking the game down with It's Up There podcast. Stay tuned. I want to talk about a little dirt. You know, I was just talking to one of my homeboys, one of my people about little dirt, you know, because. Sometimes on the internet, sometimes in uh, 
in this industry in the entertainment industry just dealing with social media dealing with some of these has beens and never had individuals online we go to dealing with people who opinion can seem to be like screams it can seem to be loud right so sometimes that can affect the psyche of people who don't think independently um and so my homeboy was he said you know because he one of them dudes that just got out of prison so he don't really necessarily keep up with what's going on online on the internet and this and that he really ain't one of them type guys but he he hit me because he's just now getting around to seeing the picture of little baby and little dirt in the car in Atlanta where little dirt was kind of looking you know looking around like what's going on and he said uh he said the internet thing little dirt scared don't he be looking nervous I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He be looking nervous. That's that's normal. You know, he said, um, cause I've, you know, we've all seen these things go along on the internet. What people are saying, Dirk seems to be outside of his element whenever he's inside of the ghetto. I disagree with that though, just because I understand what it feel like and what it look like dealing with some of these things, right? So we'll get into it a little bit. But when people talk about, when they look at it and then they talk about it from their perspective, it lets me know that their perspective is off. You know, I know a little bit about being involved with things that's just a little more serious than they are to, to certain people. So what I'm saying is the outlook can be, hey, y'all playing. Like y'all, y'all rapping and having a great time. We at war. Like, and I done been in situations where we done been sitting like this. Next thing you know, two people dead. Two of my homeboys, they gone, right? So I'm dealing with my experiences when you see me somewhere with my, 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 my I'm looking around trying to figure out who, what, when, and where, and what's going on. It's no different than if you take a puppy. You go grab a puppy that's been living outside in the wild, that's been attacked and almost hit by cars and this and that, or maybe abused in some sort of way. And you bring him into a big home, a loving home. That puppy's senses is still going to be heightened from dealing with his experiences. It got to build the level of understanding and trust in the environment before it can just lower everything. You're right, I'm watching everybody. I'm looking at everything. That's a part of the game because where I'm from, we not playing. We killing and shooting and people dying. Y'all rapping and having a good time. It's a little different, right? What y'all think about me means nothing. What happens is what I'm concerned with. You understand me? And so it's always important. And and then I got the thinking like, with it being so, when it being almost like a war revolving around that brother. I want to do the people that come around him. I just think that damn near everybody that come around and want to be paid like security. Because when it's up, like when, when, when things like these things are happening and people have to come around you, they want to make it like they doing you a favor because it's danger around you. So when I come around you, I can't come like you a rapper. I got to bring my AR. Slick might got to have a vest on. 
a handgun, a little one shooter in case we go a knife. I got to travel like that. A lot of time dudes is already two time losers. So when they show up, they probably like, bro, you, you got to, you know, and that, that'll cost, that'll cost your arm and a leg. You see what I'm saying? Because people start to put around you that it ain't just fun time being around you. It might at any time go up and we might got to start shooting. Things might, you know what I'm saying? At any moment, at any moment. So I just think that everybody be trying to, you know, charge like a security fee when they come around, especially if he think they'll do something. Because you got to also think, dude lost Vaughn, he lost his brother. Like, when you lose Vaughn, somebody that you probably call when things get, that's probably one of the ones you know would have went with you on any level. And they, boom, they got him. Hold on, what's going on? Boom, they get my brother. See, I'm dealing with, I am think I'm looking at a dude that's saying, hey, man, I'm ready to, whatever, let's do this. And I got some money, I'll fight these, let's do this. Like, I think you're dealing with somebody that'll do it. The circumstances, see, one thing I know about people, one thing I know about dudes out the ghetto, out the hood, the right circumstances will turn a man into whatever he need to be. I done saw good kids turn into the hardest rolling 60 cribs that you would ever want to see going hard with the cribbing. I done seen... Dudes that come from two-parent homes, middle-class Americans turn into the, 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 some of the most hardest bloods that, that I've known, right? The environment that you choose to indulge in, where you choose to, the time that you choose to honor, where you choose to spend your time, that's what's going to mold you. The things that happen to you, that's what's going to mold you. The things that happen around you. So when you're dealing with somebody that's dealing with that level of stuff, how can you really think that? Do you really honestly think? And that's why when I see 6ix9ine do some of that stuff, because then you got to think, we can talk like, yeah, but this internet thing ain't nothing to play with like, Every day they under the post. They, yeah, I'm, you know, I know, you know, if I was Dirk, I would know that I'm getting money. I don't got no business caring about these comments. That's at the forefront of my mind. But somewhere along the line, these folk keep coming under here talking about what I ain't did and ain't nothing happening to this dude is dropping songs and ain't nothing happening. This is happening. That is happening. Now, if something do happen, they don't get under there and say, yeah, you know the dude that done this, something end up happening to him or this, that, you know, it's always, you ain't, them, them dudes still rapping about what they did to such and such and this and that. And it's like, man, you want to defend your people honor, even if you never say nothing. That one thing I can applaud homie for is he don't never really react on that, on that internet as much. But the thing is, is boy, you... They under that saying that then soon and my people die, you got six nine, you come right out, boom, hey, yo, da, da. These things is like, but I think six nine committed to it. I think he committed to doing whatever, whatever go with this. This my hand. I'm running with it. Whatever go with this. Because you can't think you playing. You can't think we playing with that level of disrespect. 
You can't think it's a joke if you come under and I lose my real brother. This ain't rap, home. This ain't entertainment, home. My mama and daddy just had to bury my brother that I grew up with in the same bed as, and you dissing on that. And you think we entertaining each other? You think that for me that like that's why I say about this game is very um it's very strange and I gotta start to I gotta start to adjust my mindset cause they'll send you to prison. This game will send you to prison if you want us. A lot of people say, Man, you can't be a gangster and a rapper. A lot of these dudes know they they trying to go into rapper mode. But when you present it with a certain kind of energy, man, you get. Do you know what 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 rappers got to go through to go pick these little boy bags up? A lot of y'all dudes is scary. A lot of y'all dudes ain't going in no other person's city at twelve at night to pull up and pick up ten grand four times a week. Y'all little boys is scary. That's why a lot of these rappers never get on. They be having a fan base. They scared to go in and out these cities. It's real extortion game being put down. It's fans. It look fun, but it's some things behind the scenes happening. I'm picking up the back end. I'm coming. A lot of these dudes ain't going to go get the money, even if it's there. That's the whole point. These dudes go through a lot to get that money. Then they be presented with somebody playing or threatening them like me. I deal with video dudes and engineered guys that, you know, I'd be like, boy, if this was the streets, I would want to, sm- I want to smack you, but I know I can't, I need you for this little, and it's, it's a weird thing, like, and, but I don't come from that. So sometimes it's that, other times it's trying to lean too much into the gangster, lean too much into the image. I'm just talking about when unfortunate situations happen. Right? When you dealing with Kevin Gates on the stage in Florida, and a girl keep grabbing and touching on me. And I say, yo, don't touch me. And you keep grabbing my, my this my private area. You keep grabbing that. You don't know, you, you don't know what's in my past. You don't know if I've been molested or somebody done took advantage of me. You keep grabbing me. I, then I kick you. I got to go do two, three, four years about that. See, I ain't talking about the ones that's, that's doing some dumb. I'm talking about the things that, well, I done snapped in the rapper mode and then here comes somebody with the, and I got to, you know, my my natural reactions kick in or my natural defense kick in. Or I go back to being a product of my environment because my mind takes a back seat to my awareness. I got to be aware and present in the moment to defend myself and defend my family and defend whatever it is that I care about and definitely make sure that they don't take none of this money or these jewels or none of that. We're not taking no L's. Gun them down. That's the mindset I got to have to survive. I got to pull up in Timbuktu for 7500 It's 1 in the morning. I'm in here with the killers and the robbers. Yeah, to come get this little bag they got for me, right? So it's a it's a it's a different thing. I also wonder how little baby interacts with that. Cause little baby, for the most part, on on the outside, from what we see, when he first came in, there was some little people saying things. Think people had some issues with him. It's like he got bigger than the, 
He got kind of bigger than the issue, so they kept it gangster and just let it go. We ain't even going at home no more. We that's just that it was that. That's over with. That's what it seemed to be. Now, I could be wrong, but he seemed to not have many issues on that in the entertainment industry. Shows never really have any issues. That's why with them two guys linking up like that. What's that show like in regards to is Lil Baby in danger when he go do a show with Dirt? Is there issues that we know they can't bring Baby in it from a technical standpoint or from a literal standpoint? But sometimes when things, when, 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 when I got something coming for you and it's my only opportunity to get that to you, Right, I got a package for you. I need to get to you, right? And it's my only opportunity to deliver that package to you. I think who's around, it could take a back seat. Now, certain politics you got to respect. Certain people, when things happen to certain people, it's going to rain in the city. You know, so I wonder, is they leaning on that? It just, I don't know, man. It's just like, I don't know, man. Or is he jumping in the whip with him? Is he is they meeting in the cities in different like cause if I if it were me, I'd probably tell home. Like, bro, you know I love you, bro. Don't but don't be next to us though. You know what I'm saying? We got a show over we got what we going to North Carolina, we'll meet at the venue or meet at the hotel or meet, you know, we'll meet somewhere, but I don't want you just riding with us and all that Because, you know, it's up with us It's up on our end I don't want you to have to adopt this It's going down, though You know what I'm saying? I would I would, necess- I would have that outlook on it And try to give him some of that leeway You know, because um, it's, it, it gets dangerous sometimes And just because you got some money Don't pull you out the game Yeah, you got $4 million But you still want up We want you yeah, yeah, yeah. So that little money don't mean no matter of fact, it make it harder for you because we going to know where you be at. We can creep up. Know what I'm saying? We can creep up every single time. You got because cause part of your job make your face got to be on flies and people got to know you coming to sell the venue out. You think you talking to your fans and you talking to your ops. See, that's what's happening a lot of times. You posting up, hey, I'll be here. You think you're doing that for your fans, and you are, but you also doing that for the opposition. The opposition know also you're going to be at Woody Wham, and we'll be there. And some people hate you so much. They they Some people hate you so much, they hate the people that love you. So all these people out here, too, they don't care nothing about them because they here for you. They like you. Some of these people could be coming because I want to have a drink, and this where the party is. But don't nobody consider that. Man, we going up there and tear this spot up, man. Let them folk take it how they want to take it. And that's unfortunate, man. But, you know, just I wanted to look at that situation a little bit. And I may re-examine it. You know, I, I go off the top. So I try to lean into what I can currently understand without even looking at it, right? So we may get back into that at some point. Jeff Bezos. Let's talk about Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos went out of space for eleven minutes. Cost him five million five minutes cost thirty million dollars. Um this is a unique time 
in humanity. This is a unique time in humanity. I think people really may not be awake. They need to look alive, right? Because when we talk about the transferring of information, the transferring of wealth, the transferring of um, all things, finance, finances, we are currently in the most productive time in in mankind so i think there needs to be something right there uh to put in perspective just so you can understand why we have a character like a jeff bezos because this is a you dealing with a world right now that you can hustle in and you can always hustle in this world right even back in the day when there was no technology they was hustling fruit they was hustling salt they was hustling bananas and and horses and uh you know you going cotton even that on the on our backs right so things happen where you got to figure out how to hustle in this thing right now there's so many different ways to get you some money amazon has made this guy the richest man in the world not even counting all these other companies that he owns through amazon Right, we talking prime. We talking, and then he has his hands in, I think, square and other things. So we these these things are just he's a hustling machine. He took a loss, had to give his girl, I think, thirty billion, and it didn't affect him at all. I think he made that money right back in two months. Like this, these things are just never been seen before. With that being said, when him with him going out of space, the first thing he told me or made me ask myself is, why is the richest man on this planet leaving the planet? How can you be the richest person on this planet and then you want to leave the planet? I think sometimes these people speak to us without speaking to us right they don't really tell you what's going on they not gonna really come out and say certain things you gotta watch the movement of an individual it's like basketball when they tell you watch this watch this little part right here of his body don't worry about his head or nothing else he's doing that's just a throw off watch this right here to tell you where he's going i think sometimes it's the same thing when you deal with the people that's at the highest level of finances in this country right when we deal with some of the richest people in the world the information that comes along with that i think is uh i think is uh it's top secret and it's top secret because it can be received different ways and that's what the issue is when you deal with the media they know how they want to funnel certain things, but some of the information that they know is on the other side, they don't know how to funnel it in a way where they think we can receive it without um, us, in their opinion, overreacting to it. But this is what they don't consider. Certain information that they have does need to be overreacted to because it needs to be changed. There's things happening behind the scenes that we don't even consider. Because we don't know this happening When you see people Got these uproars about Trump But they don't vote in, Locally They got a judge literally That they gave their boyfriend Or their cousin Or their uncle Or their father 
Gave them years in the penitentiary prison system, prison system, sometimes over things like drinking, public intoxication, being caught with marijuana, smoking, violating a probation because he couldn't keep a job. These things, certain things and these dudes get sent to prison and this can be changed if you knew that, hey, when they say go vote for the local D.A., when they say go vote for the judge, you can go and vote and affect who who's who's sending uncle ron ron them to prison but people don't know that they'd rather see somebody would have make america great again hat and said look at this stupid mother they don't have the information ain't nothing wrong with the aim just got to change the target oh uh, yeah 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 you shooting good you just shooting at the wrong thing or you can shoot at both things if you done got good with it but you you notice when you're dealing with a gun a gunsmith, he don't go to shooting all of them at once. You still got to take them one at a time. Now, you might can go fast and fast on how you handle them and how you hit your target based on how long you've done it and how much information you got, Like right? You see a gunsmith, boom, 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 he knocking all of them down. It's the same thing, but you got to always remember to pay attention. If you don't do that, you're going to lose every single time. You know, so when you see somebody like the richest man in the, on the planet leave the planet, you got to ask yourself, what what's that about? You see Elon Musk. See, Elon is saying, ah, oh, no, 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 I ignore that. You cheating. That's not the right thing. You're not doing what I'm talking about doing. You're just going up there to beat me up there. See, this is a different level of money we're dealing with. We dealing with people that's trying to beat each other to space. These dudes got everything in the world, man. At this point, they trying to beat each other to space, man. But see, what Elon is doing is a little different. He wants to put life on Mars. He's saying what we're doing to Earth will consequently end Earth. We'll, we would have to move to Mars. And we better get on that now because, we, and he's dealing with, we talking about climate change, right? When you see that it's hot in December, it's 80 degrees. Everybody like, oh, it feel good out here. They ain't understanding that's an issue. That's global warm, warming right there you dealing with, but people don't even understand that, right? When it's freezing cold. In times when it usually it used to be hot when it's winter, but it's still 60 degrees out there. Now, you see what I'm saying? These things are happening. That's why you see tornadoes. It's, it's just so Elon is saying we're going to have to get off this planet and move based on what we've done to the planet. Jeff Bezos is just like, let's hurry up and get up there because people are trying to get out there and we, we want our name in the record books. But what was fucked, what was messed up about it, I got a quick cussing for my sponsors. Shout out to the sponsorship. But what was crazy about it is that he thanked the Amazon workers after he went to space that cost him millions of dollars in which he could have gave raises, bonuses, Things like that, right? You can do both things. You have that kind of money, which I would hope that that's what's happening. Haven't looked in it as much. With the Amazon worker thing, though, it's interesting, right? When you look at the Amazon workers, 
and the conditions of the Amazon workers. If you've never looked into that, I urge you to look into what allegedly is the conditions of the Amazon workers. They, I've been told and I've read that they have to have, not have to have, that there are situations where the drivers have bags in the car with them because they don't have time to go and go to the restroom. If they stop and go to the restroom, it docks their pay. So they have bags in the car and they're riding around using the restroom in the bags and leaving it in the car just to get you that batteries next day, just to get you those curling irons next day. Right. You know how they say order before 10, get it tomorrow. That's a very big convenience for somebody that's receiving that product. But there's human beings on the other end. But what's going to happen is they're going to keep criticizing Jeff Bezos and he's going to put robots in all them spaces and we're going to lose a lot of jobs in America. So it's a it's a it's a line there. But those conditions that we talk about. And one thing I noticed about Amazon, I said, oh, my goodness. Amazon, but what I noticed about Amazon and how they treat their workers is, I said, now look what they're doing. They're using the same intel and information that they used, that they used to market to people to buy the new toothbrush or the new water bottle or the new bike or whatever it may be. They're using that same technology to market to their workers, man. Hey, come in today and you can almost... you. Uh, you got a chance to to make sixty dollars an hour. They know when you get to work, they got somebody there that incentive that that is incentivized for not allowing y'all to go over certain amount of hours. Right, it's all a game, but the marketing gets you in the door. Once we get you in the door, we hurry up and make you get this done within that fifteen dollars an hour what you get paid. But, but this morning you received the email. But this morning you received the email that said, hey, come in today. You got a chance to make $60 an hour. Like, it's even down to those games. But I just want people to really consider what the cost is for you to get that thing next day. And I use it. I'm I'm telling you, I'm definitely um, responsible for using it. Like, I love it. But I didn't know at what cost. I didn't know that they had somebody on the other side riding with a bag to use the bathroom, man. That was like wild to me when I read that. Right? And so his other conditions, but he thanked them after he went to space. And then he gave Van Jones $100 million to do what he wants to do with it. Um, there's ways to do things with that where hopefully he'll be able to get some of that money and then put the rest of it in spots where it really is meaningful to the community or whatever cause that he has in mind. Um, but going to space is a very big deal. I hear, I hear people now talking about the 1920s. Go back 45 episodes ago with me. I'm the one that told you this time that we're in now is like the 1920s. It's the access to information that we need. It's the same way that it was in the 20s. Right. I'm the one that put all this kind of game down. And if you've been following me, you know that. And I know you know that. So you just stick around. You'll hear them regurgitate some more of the game that you came here to get. Because that's just how the cookie crumbles in this game. These dudes are not as um, not as witty as you would like to think. 
They're not dealing with experiences. They're dealing with regurgitation of things that they've heard other people say. And so hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get a chance to shed light on the truth in the coming future. I see people, uh, there's a conversation going around about, do you got what it takes to deal with a rich nigga or a rich woman? Rich man or a rich woman again. I think it's more sponsor friendly when I don't use profanity. So I want to bag off of the profanity just a tad bit as I want to grease my palms a little more uh, with this with this podcast and ad space. Um, see, I only a dumb person. Now, hold on. Let me only a dumb dude to crash itself out. When you look on the Internet and people got the game so close. People got the game right in their back pocket and they crashed themselves out. You dealing with famous, you dealing with the famous itis. They really want to be famous. They don't want to be rich. They don't want to be wealthy. They want to be known. See, I'm dealing with I'm dealing with wealth hunger. I'm dealing with wealth hunger. I'm hungry, man, for this. I got to have certain things. I got to have the house 15,000 square feet, the guest house 5,000 square feet for the, fake secu- for the fake security. And for whoever, family members or loved ones or my old lady people, whoever want to, I got to have these things. This is what, this is what drives me. You understand what I'm saying? So, I'm I'm a you dealing with a different level of guy. I'm on a whole different type of vibration. So when you come at me and you come at me not respecting the vibrations, or maybe we don't share the same wants, I can respect it, but I choose not to engage with it. Although we the same skin color. I got somewhere I'm trying to go that you may not even be interested in going. Why you ain't interested in going ain't my business. Whether you don't know, you blind, you deaf, or you dumb. I don't know why you don't want to go. If I can give you a little game along the way, then that's one thing. See, I see a lot of people that 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 in the shadows, they say a few things. You know, why Loon ain't came out and helped the kids or is he is he is he giving money to these organizations and these type of things? I got family. I got family. I got people. I got loved ones that need help. I ain't got done with my backyard yet. You want me to cut your grass? Soon I got a patch of my grass cut on the backyard. Y'all want me to come cut your grass? I got to get mine together first. When I get mine together, oh, I'm I'm available. And I can't waver from that. I can't waver from that. No matter what they say, no matter how they feel, no matter what they think, I can't waver from what is necessary for the next level. Because if I don't get there, we damn sure don't get there. If I don't get there, we regular. And at some point, I got to stop us from being regular. 
I gotta stop. I gotta stop the generational thing where we 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 worried about certain things. I gotta stop that. That's on me. That's on me. You understand me? And if you don't adopt that, you will never understand my fight. All you want to do is get signed to a rapper and go off and be famous. I'm looking for some information from these guys. I can't even sign to a guy that don't know nothing. It's offensive to me. We'll get into it as soon as we bump into each other. I'm going to ask him things he's going to find offensive because he don't got the information. This is how this game works for people like me. We don't indulge in what we can't criticize. You understand? It's important to be able to say, hey, hold on, you sure? Is that right? Like, I got to be able to do that for me to be able to entertain things. That's the way that this works. Like it or not, love it or or be indifferent about it. That don't change the facts, and that won't change the way that the outcome has to be, right? So that's how things go. When you deal with somebody like me, you have to understand that there's levels to everything that we do. Nothing comes without a cost. Nothing comes without a cost, right? But I I, I was seeing on Twitter about um, do you got what it takes to deal with a rich man or a rich woman? And everybody want to be the girl to get the deal. Everybody want to be the girl to get the Chanel, Everybody want to be the girl to go over here and go out of town to this and overseas the Turks and all these different things. Everybody want to do that. And everybody want to be the guy that that deals with the girl with the nice body and the girl with the pretty face and the woman with the uh, all the intangibles that not only you like that most men like every every woman want the man that. The girls may look at him, they can appreciate how he put it together, right? They may can't touch him, but yeah, you see what I'm working with. You know she having a blast with this guy. This guy seems to be at the top of the food chain. The same with the one she seems to be, he seems to be really engaged with her. She's a very great woman. But everybody act like they want to deal with that, but it's costs involved in dealing with those things. Are you mentally prepared, right? Even, even you see, I, I was listening to Joey Diaz. Shout out to him. He said he was dealing with a stripper. And he said that he faked like he had what it took to be with the stripper, like far as mentally. He told himself mentally, oh, it don't bother me when she leaves. It's, it's part of it. It's cool. And he said he broke his heart every single time she left. He was in the wrong he was in the wrong circumstances, wrong situation. He shouldn't have been in that. When you're uncomfortable with something on a very high level like that, you can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? If you dealing with a rapper and you don't want, of course, we're not gonna let women disrespect our women. That's point blank period. But women gonna wanna take pictures. Women may say they love you. They not even understand. Ain't, it ain't the same love beloved guy for me. It ain't even nothing in that stratosphere. They just infatuated with the character that they see, right? So it's cool. You know, but the but the thing is, is a lot of times when you're dealing with a rich dude or you got a rich girl or, or a pretty rich woman or something, 
you don't get to get her by herself a lot. Like when you look at Bag and Ari and they go out the country, she got to have her makeup person. She got to have a hair person. She got to have this person, that person. You know, this is she got to have all of that just to be able to travel and, and move the way she need to move. Now, y'all can get some time with each other, but sometimes dudes and people crave the, 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 that one-on-one time. And sometimes you can't get that when you're in them kind of relationships or you can't get it as much as you would like. Traditional relationship is you and your old lady on y'all birthday. You get to just kick it with her and spend your money and without the fame attached to it. You know what I'm saying? And then on the man's side, you got, hey, baby, everybody know your dude. Everybody know he got paper. Yeah, everybody like how your dude talk and how he maneuver and handle his business, baby. It's women that like that dude. Right? And and that can be uncomfortable. Right? That can be uncomfortable for certain individuals, but you got to know whether or not that's something you can deal with. You know what I'm saying? Some people can't deal with people screaming their woman name and loving, oh, but I love you. Can I just take a picture? Like, some women can't deal with that, you know? It's just how this game is. And and I and I had to ask that question, you know? It's very important. And so I think I was just talking about, I'm not sure because I went on a little break there. I had to go grab some food and take my family somewhere. Um, but I think I was talking about the, uh, do you have what it takes to deal with, um, have a rich opposite sex or a rich spouse you know um again just looking over how some of these women travel the world you know they travel the world in a way where they gotta have at least five people with them they gotta have a guy um makeup person a lot of times they got a stylist maybe got who the dude that does their photos and the lights and uh, a lot of times they got maybe somebody that's kind of like a best friend bodyguard type situation so it's five six people moving around And I'm also speaking again to the psyche. You know, it's all good till it ain't all good. You see what I'm saying? It's all good till it ain't all good. So I'll tap in on Sundays and let people get a little involved in that and see how people feel about that. Um, Speaking about relationships, we want to talk about Polo G and his girlfriend. They seem to have... Now I'm being broken up. She's been caught, I guess, with another rapper. It's cool. Choose, you know, deal with who you want to deal with. That's always a beautiful thing. We don't never criticize people for choosing up. You know, we know it's a choosing feat in most cases. So we don't, you know, we, we think women should be with who they want to be with, have sex with who they want to have sex with, do everything that they would like to do. Just when the man does it as well, I don't think it needs to be any shade involved in the way that it's viewed. What I don't like to see is after relationships, people start to make people look like, oh, your sex wasn't good. or Because somebody asked her, you know, have she ever had an orgasm uh, in sex? And her response to that was maybe twice since she'd been with, with dude. But the Internet is the Internet. So they found another clip when she was praising his sex.
Well, she was praising his sex, basically saying that he had some of the best sex that she's ever had. Now, let's talk about lying to your spouse about sex. I think when you lie to your spouse about sex, it breeds a lot of cheating. Because what happens is you live in that unhappy place. It's one thing to be unhappy and know that you're unhappy, try to work to get out of being unhappy. There's a total different thing when you're in a situation to... Um, we're in a situation to be unhappy but have to play like you're not. To me, that's when the mental hardship sets in. I tell my people, the people that follow me, my children and my family, hey, ain't nothing wrong with being unhappy. It's something wrong with being unhappy and acting like you're not because what happens is what nobody can see a lot of times we won't fix. That's why you see a lot of women that, look good on the outside but you go into their homes and they won't clean their homes they won't wash their clothes they get dressed out of the floor and things it's because nobody will never see that they're only concerned with what you can see so long as when i step out the door and i look like i got it all together they're more satisfied with that than actually having it together and that's why you see a lot of people fake like they're happy when they really not. When you do that in a relationship, what it does is it lends unwarranted confidence, right? Because if a woman or a man think that they have you sexually satisfied, it lends them a certain level of confidence and swagger in the relationship. They get to approach it a certain way and feel a certain way about it. So just picture somebody approaching you thinking that they doing a hell of a job and then your brain is really like, I really don't even like this. So she come in with the, yeah, well, I'm finna turn up. I'm finna, I'm finna take you down through that. And in your mind, you like, man. That's where the problem comes in at, that suppression of the, the reality. It's important to embrace reality. In my opinion, it's important to embrace reality, you know. So, um, y'all do that, and then we'll we'll get to that next week. Talk about a few more things. Um, if you listen to this part right here, I really appreciate you. Again, I've dropped a whole bunch of new merch. It's up there, podcast merch on Teesprings. Please go get you some merch, man. Send your donations through Anchor, through whatever app, Cash App, PayPal. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.